My message today, well, we'll get to the title in a little bit, but I want to open with our scripture for this uh, message I have today. And the first scripture is in Proverbs 16.25. It says, There is a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. Now, the last time I was here, I talked about all the uh, road signs and traveling and our life's journey and taking into consideration all the warning signs and traveling and about. So I just kept thinking about something after I left that I didn't continue, but I wanted to add on to that something else. Um, when we were going home, I thought about where we live, we live in a fog area. It's very common in the mountain area. So, and if you've ever driven in the fog, you know how it is. You can feel that you know where you're at, but you're not always on the right path. It's like we've been driving there. I've been driving since I had my license, and for how many years? And I know the road, I know where things go, but I still miss places, and I'm not quite sure. You can get foggy and confused, and even though you're familiar with it. And I think about our life that way. Sometimes we get in a foggy area that can be a little bit like disorienting or we think we're doing the right thing or we're on the right path, but we're not really. And <clears throat> I thought about, we were talking, my friends and I were talking not long ago about GPS systems and how we rely on GPSs to get us to where we're going. So, when you have a destination of where you want to go, you always punch in on a garment or your phones. Now there's so many other ways you can just pop up and you have your GPS system and it's supposed to take you where you're going. So we rely on that a lot. <coughs> but I, happened to, I was thinking about how we rely on GPSs that man has put into the GPS and sometimes they're not always right. Have you ever gone we went on a whole trip, my husband and I went on a whole trip, and we were in an unfamiliar area, so of course we're going by the GPS. Well, we get home, almost home, and a familiar area, and we know our way from there, and the GPS was telling us to go the opposite way. And we're like, what is going on? This, we know it's the wrong way. This is the way we go. So we took the way that we, which was the right way. But if we would have went the other way, it would have took us like almost 40 minutes out of our way. But I was thinking how we have GPSs, but those are sometimes have human error because it's only what is programmed into it, just like computers and chips and all those things. But God has a GPS system for our lives that is always true. It never leads us astray. So I got to thinking about that, and I thought, just like the scripture says, there is a way that seems right to man, but it's not always the right way. It leads to death. It leads to brokenness and sickness and different things like that. So, <clears throat> God's GPS is the correct GPS, because in John 16, 12, it tells us how the Spirit will guide you into all truth. When we get off course, What's the thing that happens when you get off course, when your GPS goes off? Recalculating, recalculating, okay? Well, 
when we get off of our course that God has for us, it's the Holy Spirit wants to tell us, recalculating, get back on track, recalculating. It's our job to heed the advice of God's GPS. Some areas where we can get off course <coughs> is things that we feel are the right way. And when we get off course of God's plan and his route or direction for, for our life, <clears throat> it leads us away from God, not closer to God. And I was thinking about how we had a really good study at our women's group that Tracy was leading was about bad habits. Breaking Bad Habits, Making New Ones by Joyce Meyer. And I really liked that book because it helped me really look at things in my life. Now, bad habits are one of those things that can get us off course. And one of the things that I remember writing down that I liked was that we have to focus on making good habits, not always focusing on the bad habits that we have. The bad habits that can lead us off course to bring all kinds of problems into our life. So the good habits, I thought, well, we, like she said in the book, we have to just make little small choices of goals that we want to make, good habits or choices. And there were little things, like I, I know it's funny to mention, but it's just like little things like, okay, uh, making sure I take my makeup off before I go to bed, making the bed in the morning before I leave for work, or doing the dishes before they you know, pile up. These are just silly little things, but those are the little things that build to the bigger things. If you do the little things, it helps you get on course for the better, bigger things. Like even just, not just with those things, but physically, we want to have things that are healthy, choices, eating right, exercising, uh, spiritual things like just reading, even if it's only 10 minutes a day. Okay, if I set a goal for 10 minutes, most likely I read for half an hour because I end up going over my little goal that I set. So these are just, <clears throat> there's a lot of habits that we can have that can lead us off track. And I thought too, like there's another one, um, there's a list I made, uh, watching too much TV. Uh, being on Facebook or your media too much. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm guilty of that too. Because I can sit and just, I'm going to just check one thing out. And then I'm on there for like half an hour, an hour. Like, oh, my goodness. You know, I can find time to do that, but then I don't have time to read my Bible in the morning. Uh, okay, I'm guilty. Guilty, guilty. I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm talking about me and how, but it just relates to things like that. Um, how about just spending more time with people that you care about? You know, taking the time and making the time instead of spending time just wasting time doing nothing or watching TV. Uh, other habits that could be done were uh, your debt, money, spending habits. It's always like, oh, I want it now. I don't want to wait later. I'm just going to put it on my credit card. Ching, 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 ching. And it keeps going up, up, up. And then you wonder, why, I'm in, why can't I get these bills paid? So it's always like replacing the bad with the good. Instead of watching TV, maybe just read a little bit. Or just talk to your kids or have a little game night or something like that. Uh, instead of spending money when you don't have it, just save up in a little envelope. Uh, these are just little tips that I was thinking of when I was writing these down. 
bad habits like gossiping. Well, replacing that with praising the person, even though, you know, instead of talking about them in a negative way, talk about the good things, the qualities that they have. Negative thinking, thinking poorly of yourself. This is a bad habit that we can have. If we don't think good about ourselves, our life is going to feel really drab. We're not going to think very highly of ourselves. And sometimes I think when we don't feel very good about ourselves, we make bad choices anyway. Uh, complaining. Complaining, complaining. There's always something we can complain about. I know I bring these things up a lot when I talk because it's just one of these things that always is one of my issues that I catch myself complaining about something silly. Replace, and then and when I start complaining anymore, I think I hear God saying, recalculating, recalculating. Get your mind back on what is good, what is lovely, what is noble, what is true. These things think upon, you know. Uh, it's really easy to get into a mode of complaining, negative thinking, gossiping, doing all these things, but they can become a habit that leads us off the course again. Um, procrastination, that's a goodie. I, I bring that up too because I'm very good at that. I have lots of lists in my house. I have lists, and I love to make lists because it feels like I'm getting somewhere. Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to paint that, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do the yard work, blah, 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 blah. But then the list just sits there for like a week, a month. Uh, how long has it been that I did any of these? Well, it's on my list. I'm going to get to it. But it's just like Nike says, just do it. Just do one of them. And it seems like when we get in that one thing, it motivates us to do the next thing. Um, talking too much. Not listening. Like the word says, be slow to anger, slow to speak, quick to listen. Well, that's one of those things that can be a habit that can get us in trouble. Because <coughs> we're not, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> listening. We're talking too much. So, <coughs> and I found out too that just because many people's opinions that we take, we can't base that as being true and factual. We have to look at, like, even though we trust our GPS in the car or on our phone, it's always good to have a road map. Does anyone ever really know a road map anymore? We do, as the older ones, we had to learn to read a map. Nowadays, I know there's so many that we come across people in our area even, too, because there's no service there. Well, we were just looking for this jet. Well, we don't know where we're at. They'll stop us on the road when we're walking. Well, you have, there's no GPS system signal here. You have to have a map somewhere. <laughs> so it's always good to be prepared. And just like us, we have to be prepared. When we make choices, we come to intersections or exit routes or on the highway, we've got to sort of know our route before we get there. And especially. And the thing is, if we don't have a map to sort of compare it to, we could still get off track. And I'm so excited when I learned how to read a map, because when I was younger, I was always nervous about taking a trip, because I'm like, if I don't know where I'm going, I don't know if that's the right. But if you just look at the map, once you get used to it, it's OK. You can find your way. And that's how the Bible is. It's our road map. It's our GPS. The Holy Spirit's our GPS telling us, recalculate, recalculating. By the time we're done with this, you'll be tired of hearing me say, recalculating, recalculating. Doesn't that annoy you on the GPS? 
You just want to shut it off. But it's just like the Holy Spirit's telling us, recalculating, if we shut it off, after a while we're not going to hear the recalculating voice any longer. We have wrong beliefs sometimes. It's not the majority, like I said, of what people believe is okay. It's what God says is okay. We've got to base our truth and facts on the Bible, on God's word, not on what we feel is okay, whatever we think is okay. Uh, that's where the error is when sin comes into our life. We make excuses. But you know what? God's GPS is still saying when we make those mistakes, recalculating, I'm going to get you back off, back on track because you detoured. There's detours that are made for our good because of construction, and God has a way of doing that when he's working on our construction in our life. He's constructing us and working on us daily. We're not going to get to this point of having it all there. He's doing little at a time, showing us little areas in our life that need to be addressed, little by little. Otherwise, he would overwhelm us, and we would just say, forget it, I'm thrown in a towel. This isn't for me. God knows our hearts. He knows where we're at. He's going to meet us when we're off the detour of our own choosing and bring us back to the right path. Um, so when we make decisions of our own choosing, it can be hazardous. It causes brokenness, regrets. It causes sickness, pain, confusion. All these things come. And if we're thinking... Why is my life a mess right now? Why is it such, why can't I get this control of my life? I've heard that many times. I've said it, like in areas and different times in my life and seasons of my life. Why is, why am I out of control? I can't seem to have control of things. Why is this a mess? My life, I'm just, I'm having problems with this over and over and over again. And it's most likely because we're choosing the same poor choices and habits and not making a change. We can't expect the change to happen if we're not doing anything about the, the warning signs. It's just like when you're driving your car on these road trips of life. You've got to maintain your car. You've got to have it inspected. You've got to have it insured. In case there's an you just have to have all these things lined up. You've got to know where you're headed. Um, you don't have to be, like these intersections I was talking about or exits, when we have a choice to make in our life, we want to know ahead of time what we were going to do. I, this is what gets me nervous when we're going on a vacation traveling, because I am usually the one that has to give directions and say, turn here, turn there. So, I, okay, we're coming to a red light, we're coming to an intersection, which way are we going? I, I don't know, I don't know. It's like, I think it's right. No, it's right. Well, it's, we already turned the wrong way. So it's like, I'm sorry, you know, but sometimes it happens. But if I'm prepared ahead of time and I know that intersection's coming, I'm going to look at my map and be sure. Even if the GPS is telling us that, I still like to double check. And so we should double check. Double check what the GPS is telling us inside. Is it our own making GPS of what we think is the right way or is it God's GPS telling us that's the way? There's not a good thing of making a hasty decision at an intersection. No good thing comes out of it. <laughs> it's just like our own choices in life. If it's made in a haste and a split decision, sometimes it's not usually a good choice, you know. Uh, but God's saying, there is help. There is restoration. There is forgiveness. 
Um, he's like the 3A coming to our aid when you break down on the highway. Okay, call 3As. I don't even know. People don't have, do we still have 3As coming to, yeah. You can call them and they're there 24-7. Gas, change your tire, whatever, you need towed. And that's, God is always there to take us out of our mess. I think of one of the uh, scriptures that says, uh, Romans 8, 1 says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So even if we do get off track and we take our own little detour in life and we go in and have a, a choice of bad decisions, God always can say, recalculating, recalculating. We just have to heed what he's saying and get back to where he's telling us to go. I think of Paul when he was Saul. He thought he was doing the right thing. He's going and killing all the Christians. He's doing the right thing. So he had a recalculating moment with Jesus himself. He became Paul. I think of the Israelites wandering through the wilderness. The 11-day journey turned into a 40-year journey because of their complaining and things that happened and disobedience. Took them longer detour, but God still got them around to where they were supposed to be at the point of... Uh, land of milk and honey. Our whole life is a road ahead of us. We may not know exactly where God is taking us, but if we rely, rely on God's GPS system, we will be sure to be doing the right way, not being lost in a ditch somewhere, calling for help. <laughs> And sometimes there's no cell phone service places where you go in a ditch because there is none to call for help. But God is always able to get there. In Romans 8, 5, it says, set our minds on what the Spirit desires. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the nature desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. That's a recalculating of our mindset because when we have wrong mindsets, it's going to draw us into the wrong thinking, wrong actions, and on a long road trip that's a long way around the mountain like the Israelites. But if we heed what the Spirit is showing, His GPS, we're going to get to our destination where God wants us to be. There is a right way, just like the road signs. We did the road sign thing last time I did a sermon, so sort of a... But there's an enter sign, and there's the wrong way sign. Wrong way is the wrong way, do not enter. And sometimes people think that there's a right way to have salvation, there's a right way to get to their destination. It may not be the right way. It may be other gods. It might be other things that are works. It may be other teachings that are false. But in the word, Jesus is the only way. John 14, 6, 6 says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. There's no good things that we can do. There's no good... Um, 
things that we can try to do to make our salvation sure. Jesus is the only way. He paid it all. He did it. And if we are on a wrong track, it doesn't matter if we're a believer or a non-believer. We can get off track. All of us have at one time, even in our wrong thinking, even in our wrong uh, reactions to things and responses to things, even if our judgment is wrong about certain things. There's a right way to listen to the right GPS, and it's God's voice. So we just have to tune into the right GPS. Because he keeps saying, every time we go off wrong, be glad when you hear recalculating, recalculating. And I know that you hate to hear that, because I do too after a while, but it's like, okay, I got it. I'll get there. If I just listen, things will be okay. All right. So if you have that chance where you feel like you have been off track a little on maybe your thinking, maybe your habits, maybe your relationships, maybe your poor choices of health, anything. It doesn't matter. God's showing you deep down. He's here. You want to hear his voice. Just hear the GPS when he's telling you to recalculate. Okay, I think I did. Well, we're right on track, so let's just pray. Father, we thank you, God, for your GPS that continues to speak to our hearts, and we know that you lead us in the right direction every time. There's no room for any error. Lord, just help us to tune into your voice and heed your messages, Lord, what you're speaking to us. If there's an area in my life, Lord, please show me. Show me the way. And Lord, we think about what sacrifice you have given for us. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time, this day, this service, the people here. Bless each one. And bless those who have served in our forces. We just thank you, Lord, that we have freedom here in this country. We have freedom to worship, freedom to choose, and freedom to just live our lives in freedom, Lord. Thank you for your love and for your guidance and your uh, love, Lord. And we ask, just be with each one as we leave. Keep us safe. Be with our families. In Jesus' name, amen.